0: Good morning, good morning. On today's podcast, I have special guest Wiley McGraw. Wiley is a former star athlete, competitive bull rider, and three-tour combat veteran. His work is the proverbial Navy SEAL training equivalent to high performance and leadership development, pushing even the elite beyond their limits so they not only hit their peak but sustain it. Wiley's former title is Performance Accelerator he has been named a secret weapon by some of the most influential leaders across industries from wall street hollywood professional sports fortune 500 companies personal development and everything in between
1: have a listen have you ever had negative thoughts in your mind that you aren't good enough that you'll never be successful if so you're not alone i've had those thoughts playing in my mind ever since i took the leap to become an entrepreneur it's a dirty dark secret that no one likes to talk about as the glamorization of becoming an entrepreneur is shown in the media. I realized that in order to succeed, I needed help. We all do. So I decided to go all in on myself, spending thousands of hours in the trenches, reading, joining groups, listening to podcasts, hiring coaches to develop a bulletproof morning routine for success. Join me on my journey as together, we build our morning fire to ignite our lives as entrepreneurs. My name is Jeff Wickersham, and this is the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast.
0: Welcome to the show. I am excited to have special guest Wiley McGraw on the show today. Wiley, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having me, bud.
0: You are quite welcome. So, Always love getting in the state before we start. Great conversation, so we're going to do three power breaths in. I define that breathing in through belly, up through the chest, back, up through the neck. Let's go ahead and breathe in and out. Good, another breath in and out. Final breath in and out. All right. From there, I'm going to count down three, two, one. Going to yell "boom" at the top of our lungs. Get that energy up. in three, two, one, and boom! Boom! boom. There you go. Let's Appreciate get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you playing along. Uh, yeah, brother. People, Absolutely. People listening, watching. We had some technical difficulties before we got on, so that's why we're smiling. You know, we're rolling with it. We're we're adapting. We're we're <laughs> we're there it is. shaking. So that's yeah. uh, That's that's fantastic. So I always love to start. I feel like. P.M. A.M. bookends. Morning routine is is a foundational step in the process towards success. So always love to hear what others do. Couple things. First thing when you wake up that sets you down that path towards success.
2: Mm. Yeah, and that's uh, well, breath work is a huge part uh, of getting yourself grounded. And I'm glad that you do that in your show. It's good for people to uh, to start with the simplistic basics. You know, being in the military, it's one of the things. Is the first task of the day. Is, uh, that we were charged with was making our bed properly. And, you know, and when you can complete that first basic task, it really does set a nice tone for you to move forward with those other more arduous tasks in your life, especially as an entrepreneur. But my morning uh, routine tends to flex and flow based on where I'm at in the morning. Uh, I don't get too, I would say, drudged down by being very robotic and black and white uh, wherever I feel I need to be in the morning to get myself set up for the rest of the day is where I go. I don't fight it. I don't try to say I have, absolutely have to be staunch and stick to this. I find that that tends to stress people out, stress myself out more if I tried to do it that way. But, uh, one of the biggest things that I tend to practice, uh, consistently every day is, uh, my martial arts, um, ancient Chinese martial arts, Kung Fu, et cetera. And I find that breath work is a big part of getting into the flow state with that And being very grounded with it in the morning for for at least an hour, hour and a half early uh, gets me kind of in the the headspace, but also into my body more so that when I sit down and start going over logistics, schedules, et cetera, client work, whatever I might have on the table, I'm completely focused, grounded and ready to rock and roll. And I I tend to complete more tasks in a very efficient, more, I would say, um, peaceful place than it is if I'm trying to just stuff stuff into a bag and get it done.
0: Right. Right. Gotcha. I love, yeah. Breath work is so, so foundational yet so missed by so many people. And and just that process of, of breathing and, and being intentional (laughs) and focusing your breath is, is so, so crazy powerful.
2: Isn't it amazing? The very simple thing that, that keeps us alive. It's like, we, we tend to forget to do it. Um, just on that automated uh, system that we have, but when we put intention into it, it really does create some, uh, some big shifts for us internally
0: absolutely does. Yeah. So, would love to would love to hear a little <laughs> bit and and share a little bit about your background to the audience so they kind of know where you're coming from then we'll dive into, you know, really how you can't circumvent or hack your way to better wealth, better peak performance, all those pieces. So
2: Yeah, wherever we want to go, let's do it. Um yeah. well, I I'm a former uh star baseball player. I grew up uh playing sports uh pr- prominently was was baseball. Uh my father was a semi-pro ball player. So I grew up around the expectation to be as as optimal and perfect as possible, especially being a pitcher. And um, I was trained by many of uh, the pros uh, back in the in the day that really helped build my arsenal as a pitcher. Um, but I found through that 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 sport itself, there was still stuff missing that I was uh, I was feeling inside parts of me that weren't. I would say as alive as I wanted them to be. And I found myself being drawn into the world of rodeo. So as I left my baseball, my, you know, uh, progressive baseball career where I could have gone into college and then eventually the pros, I found the world of bull riding, more seductive, more holistic. And I found that that was a place that really ignited this version of myself that I wanted to meet and wanted to become, uh, being a bull rider, competitive bull rider, the expectations on you are far outside of what you would would think in baseball, football, et cetera. And um, it it requires you to be very present with yourself, your emotions, your mind all at once. And you start to discover um, parts of you and abilities that you never thought were possible when you have those extreme moments being presented to you where you have to be absolutely connected to the present, to yourself, you know, from an intuitive standpoint, mindset standpoint. And you never really get caught up in the idea that I could potentially get hurt or killed. And then eventually that got to a point where I wanted to explore more. I knew that there was so much more of a man that I wanted to become that I wanted to find other people that were like me that wanted more challenge to truly stretch who I was and unleash more of my own internal capacity and potential. So I found the United States military was the next best step for me. And I joined Uh, the 101st Airborne Division and served as a combat infantryman with them, three tours overseas. And I discovered in war uh, what it takes to be eerily calm in the midst of chaos. I found an innate ability of mine as a leader to bring out the best in my teammates, uh, to optimize our performance in any situation, and to get the most uh, optimal outcomes for us uh, very efficiently. And then I took those skill sets. And as I left the military, started down the path of self-mastery and really discovering holistically who I was from all angles so that I could master myself first and then build something that I wanted for myself to go out and and do the same for other people as well. So here I am now uh, for almost 14 years. I founded Radical Performance Acceleration. Um, My business is a very exclusive, customized um, uh, place for high-powered leaders, prominent uh, public figures, athletes, et cetera, to come when they want to become elite performers in their life and in their business simultaneously. It's not a program. It's not a process. It's all about true intimate relationships. And I I like what you said in your intro is, uh, Jeff, jumping in the trenches. And that's the nature of my work is I get into the trenches with my clients and I battle through every aspect of their life so they can become the most optimized version of themselves uh, holistically. And every area of their life is completely um, taken to, to the top of their game. So that's what I'm here to do now
0: love it. Thank you yeah. for uh thank you for sharing your story and kind of the iterations of you that that you know have gone through and, you bet. and kudos to you to listening to that inner voice of hey I want want to intentionally step into the best version of myself. I knew something was missing um because especially with a dad that you know was a semi pro baseball player I'm sure there was some Family pressure to stay on that route, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it was the external pressure that didn't match the normal pressure that comes with being an athlete, a competitive athlete. And I saw those two clashing. And that's what really caused me to go inward and really connect to who I wanted to be. And and that's why I found bull riding to be the next more uh, radical evolution of who I was. And, you know, it just stretched myself. So yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So let's get into... Topic number one, I, I love this one that, that you shared, right? There's no such thing as circumventing or hacking your way to greater wealth, impact, <clears throat> or performance. And I know we are fed that there is a way to hack it, right? Of course. By media, by news, by by everything, marketers. Right. So let's dive into that a little bit. Share what you what you mean by that.
2: Uh and you're right. That it, first and foremost, it, it's heavily marketed. It, it's a it's you know, I like to share that the concept sounds really good to people. And when you put it in flashy lights and you put it in these beautiful marketing terms and you sell it to people, it does stimulate a very deep part of who we are, especially the more entrepreneurial spirits, people that want to be good at what they do and make money and have have that kind of comfortable lifestyle. They get very easily drawn into that. And what ends up happening is you kind of get caught up in that rat race of almost like a never-ending cycle of chasing the next best thing, the next thing that's repackaged repurposed as the next shiny object that's going to get you to even a higher level and I have found that you know in this 168 plus billion dollar a year personal development space uh, leadership development and high performance is that unconsciously and under the radar most people are really are doing what they're doing to try to to better make themselves uh, money first they're trying they're in it for themselves and they don't realize that um, until you get to the place of mastering who you are and understanding who you are at the core and finding where your true power and potential is derived from, and you stop trying to copy and mimic other people that have done it before you, um, you're always going to feel like something's missing. You're always going to, like we talked about a minute ago, you're always going to feel like there's got to be more for me. But unfortunately, we we don't have anyone that wants to step in there and 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 call out the truth of it all and say, hey, look, stop trying to find the shortcuts. Stop trying to hack your way to more money, more opportunity, more wealth, uh, bet more peace in your life, you actually have to face and battle through unresolved stresses, the, the old uh, experiences in your life that have made the biggest impact on you, all the areas of your life that you have not looked at. And most people, unfortunately, don't really want the truth of that. They want something that just confirms what they believe to be true. So that statement that I make about there's no such thing as circumventing or hacking your way to those greater uh, aspects of wealth, performance, et cetera, is you actually have to battle through in the trenches in real time because life happens as life happens. And we have the coaching industry that says, you know, follow these steps and these blueprints and these plans, these programs, and you'll get everything that you want. And yet, we still have a, a vast majority of people who are left seeking instead of actually feeling fulfilled and, and living from a place of peace and freedom with their successes. And significantly, uh, that's why we we see our leadership. Uh, from politicians to industry titans, et cetera, the kind of people that I, I support and work with and have is that they have built their empires on the back of that same mindset as well. Uh, and they have accumulated massive amounts of money and notoriety. And they have made that the benchmark of what success looks like. And then they've gone out and marketed and sold it to people you know, in, in the public eye. And it's inspired people to want to do something. But at the end of the day, a lot of these leaders themselves are still you know, dealing with unresolved areas of their life from relationships, et cetera, their health and so forth. And until they get those things optimal in a place of balance, then they're never really going to truly be the best version of themselves. So that's what I mean by that.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah and and it makes makes total sense, right? Because it, it does hit at a deep level. We would love to get there quickly, right? That that's how the mind is is wired to to you sure as least amount of energy as possible so if we can get there quicker then then that's why it's it's triggered and and so many people people chase that stress i know you wanted to talk about stress and and how to transform that we had some stress trying to get the audio and everything so so talk about how the the process of kind of transforming stress into really an asset
2: so understanding the different types of stress is a is a key fundamental that I think is widely overlooked by most people. We we chalk it up to one type of stress. Life is just going to be stressful, and you're going to just have to learn how to deal with it. Uh, and like I said earlier, in, in in my time of war, going overseas and fighting in different situations, I have found that there are certain types of stress that we experience that are part of the dynamics that we get ourselves engaged in, and then there are those types of stresses that we carry around with us from those life experiences. Traumas, abuses, etc., that we don't really eradicate or actually address, we tend to swallow them. Or, as you know, men we're taught to suck it up and just deal with it. Uh, our society is built around that. Just you know, uh, it's the suck it up mentality. And I like to uh, to discuss the difference between embracing the suck and sucking it up, and understanding that certain situations require you to embrace it so that you can move through it. But you're going to experience. Limited results when you don't address those unresolved stresses that you've carried throughout your life, in your mind, in your emotions, energetically, physically, they all will fester and they will continuously cause problems within you and around you until they're actually dealt with. But what we tend to do is sweep it under the rug and we tend to chalk it up as the cost of being human. Uh, this is part of business. So when I talk about eradicating and utilize or utilizing stress as an asset, think about our experience this morning together. Right. I just... Take the deep breaths and I realize sometimes these calibrations have to happen in interacting with people, especially people you've just met. Uh, these little hiccups that seemingly that we chalk up as uh, you know flukes or coincidences at the end of the day are there showing up in your experience when you're in new dynamics to tell you there might be something to work through here. The very smallest to the very biggest, but we don't teach and reward people to slow down and look at these little things like, like you and I experienced as a stress that we can actually utilize as an asset. I just took it as communicate with Jeff, let him know what's going on, and I just sit back, take those breaths, and just trust that the right thing is going to, to happen for us and look what happened. We were able to get together, work it all out, reset, et cetera, and here we are talking now. So that is an example of taking a very small, small minor stress and turning it into an asset that still allows us to have this conversation today for your audience and giving them these insights, and then you can go all the way up to the biggest levels of stress that you deal with, where if you learn how to manage your inner volatility, going back to what we talked about, battling through your own so-called demons, as, as I like to label them, doing something about it so that you know how to manage yourself in any unforgiving situation, that's how you're going to able to turn to stress as a CEO, as an executive, as an entrepreneur, et cetera, and utilize it for your benefit versus something that just is detrimental to your performance or causes hiccups and causes you to lose your focus on what it is you're, you're wanting to create.
0: Gotcha. Makes, yeah. makes total sense. And and I would say, yes, it's, it's a painful process to look at those demons and face them. Of course but it is. Yeah. Always going to be there unless you do face them or, you know, like the hero's journey, unless you go slay that dragon, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to, to return. So uh, totally, totally get where you're coming from from there. Great. Sure. Yeah. Great. Awesome. So conventional resources, right? How we've been yes. taught, kind of brought up. <clears throat> you mentioned they'll never be able to allow you to elevate to that peak level, that optimal level that you want to be at. Explain that. Unpack that one of, a little mm. bit for me.
1: Well,
2: I'll, I'll try to make this as simple as possible. If you if you don't have, and I've actually written a little bit of of. Uh, I would say blog pieces, articles, white papers, whatever, around these different types of uh, philosophies and understanding that if it doesn't scare you, it won't change you. If it doesn't shock you, it won't change you. When you are, are looking to uplevel yourself. If you're looking to grow again, we're all at different levels. That's why c- certain people are built for other types of clientele versus this coach over here. That's built for these clientele. Now, If you are bringing in someone who doesn't challenge you in real time to the place that scares the crap out of you, you're really never going to transform, not the way that you really want to. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a benefit to those things. The conventional resources like the coaches and consultants and advisors that are out there do have value to certain types of audiences that are looking for certain types of things. But when someone says, I want to be elite in my life, I want to be the best version of myself, I want to be the most successful, despite whatever subjective definition that is for you, you have to find yourself going into those places like the military, like bull riding, et cetera, that actually give you a lack of control over the circumstance or the situation experiencing unconditional vulnerability is where you actually truly can face those demons and experience real transformation and resolve stress and watch how your true power and potential is fully unleashed so that you can utilize it consistently on a daily basis for the success versus getting caught up in a mundane mindset uh, routine that keeps you limited in understanding who you are because we're so much more than our mind. So when I say, unconventional resources will never truly get you to the top of your game or keep you there. That's what I mean by that. The United States military is a prime example of where we go into it, not really knowing what's going to happen, being completely out of our control, being challenged every single day from every single angle and and pushed to our brink and beyond so that we can evolve and become those elite operators in what we do. So when we go to war, we are able to complete our missions and stay focused the whole time and come back. Now, utilizing that philosophy and high performance and personal development, that's a lacking piece. Everybody likes to market it. It sounds really nice from stage, but the ones that are really doing that kind of work are few and far between. They're the ones that are are the quieter in the dark corners who are really challenging and pushing people in real time because life happens and it's not something you can plan for or you can control. So when you can surrender a a resource that you can control, when you can get rid of the yes man, you can start to experience exponential growth for yourself.
0: Gotcha makes yeah. makes total makes total sense and and I love how you painted the picture that there is a handful of those that are are doing that but they're in those dark places that that and they're they're just pushing that that envelope pushing that pushing that limit and truly having people stretch out into their uncomfortable zone live there and and stretch and grow and. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: not not the concept of being outside a comfort zone, but actually right. being outside of it. And there's a completely different uh, experience and feeling you'll have when you know, when you're actually far outside of what you consider your comfort zone, people like to walk to the edge, feel a little discomfort, uh, discomfort coming up and go, I'm there and expect right. things to be monumental for them and then get pissed off because stuff ain't happening. So it's like, well, you're trying to control the resource. You don't like what they say and you fire them. Or you don't want to do the program. You, you know, you're not very committed to it. You don't spend the money that you think you need to spend, et cetera. There are all these excuses for people that don't really get to where they want to be.
0: Yeah, it's so, so true. And and unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that that just live in that comfort zone and they can't they can't break and, out. Of it. And
2: that's okay for them if that's where they want to be good. But when people say I want this, then th- it takes a whole new approach and, 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 and commitment for you to get there. That's it.
0: Yeah, it it, it yeah. truly does, truly does. So uh, love love the conversation. Love where where we we spoke about these things. I think it's eye opening to a lot of people. So where can people find you if they want to learn about your coaching? Programs that you've got and, and follow you if, if you're out on social?
2: Well, yeah, and I want to make sure that that, that uh, I'm just going to say this for clarity: is that I, I'm not a coach by any means necessary. My formal title is, has been Performance Accelerator. The work okay. that I do is very intimate, it is not another step-by-step system. I only work with maybe three people a year, lead, high-powered leaders a year from different industry, non-specific. Um, but if people want to really read more about the philosophies that we started to talk about today, they can go to wileymcraw.com. Uh, I have different papers on there, blogs, et cetera, that really discuss deeper understandings of this type of philosophy and how I approach my work when it comes to high performance, when it comes to leadership development and really challenging who you are at the core to become your best instead of you copying it and, and, and mimicking other people who have done it. It's truly finding out what you're capable of from that place of unconditional vulnerability and complete surrender so that you can experience that peace and freedom as you succeed.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Thanks. So Thanks. So much for being on the show, Wiley.
2: Yeah, Jeff, thanks for having me, brother. Appreciate it.
0: You got it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have an amazing rest of your day. Rise, fight, love, repeat. Get after it. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. You now have the knowledge, but without action, knowledge is useless. Choose to act. Choose to step into your greatness and unlock that hero inside of you.